It brings me great joy, love, and understanding to be back in the building again with my brother. And with that being said, welcome to the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV. That's RLJ. And we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution. Where evolution is revolution. And guess what, Brother Jay? Yes, sir. Tis is the kickoff to season five. Season five of the GRG show, my brother. Yo, season five. Yo, we still doing it five seasons later, man. Season five. Oh, my goodness. From what started as frustration at our former job. And, and 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 yo, we 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 we've we've taken the frustration since and turned it into five seasons. Into five <laughs> seasons. <laughs> five seasons. What's up, bro? Ham? Man, it's good to see you, my brother, in this Indeed, space and man. in this place. Likewise. To continue to um <laughs> We giddy right now, man. We giddy, man. I can't believe it. Yo. It's like, yo, we look to, to continue <laughs> to advance the melanin evolution. I don't know yo, why my brain just went blank just because because you because you was shocked and it was shocking. All it was like, yo, we turned a we turned a bitch session into a bootleg break room. Yeah, into five seasons. Five of seasons, man. Five seasons. <laughs> Shout out to all of the listeners that have been rocking with us. Um, the so many listeners coming in from different countries across the water. Yo, um, send us messages. Shout out to everyone that has rated us on um, your favorite treatment platform. We are back. It's season in five. In no more rewind. You got us live and living color in the flesh. Because you was getting a lot of rewinds over the summer. But oh, I yeah, did. They was, well, we was rewinding that shit. <laughs> we was backing that shit up. We? All the way to season one. <laughs> You're back, brother. So what like what what has been going on? How are you, black man? How are you? Yo, man, you know, honestly, brother Jay, this um this respite and this summer break um has really been very eye-opening for me mm-hmm. after a um fairly tumultuous year starting in 2022, you know what I'm saying? But um, I will say that this summer, um, health has been my primary focus and having the understanding that um, I have a lot of people that really love me, man, and really um, appreciate me being in their life. And therefore, that has kind of forced me to really make my health top priority Mm. to ensure that I can be available and um, sturdy for the people that love me and need me, man. And it's been a beautiful thing. The summer in itself has been kind of wild because it's had its ups and downs, you know, minus the health things, but 
um, losing some love, some more loved ones over the summer, um, transitioning, you know, employment opportunities and all that stuff. It's really been a summer of um, kind of nonstop transition for me. Okay. Um, you know, even even catching the big C over the summer, man. Though it was mild, it was still the big C. Yeah. You know, not cancer, COVID. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the shit is still here for yeah. some reason. Still. <laughs> the shit is still here, man. So, you know, even figuring that out, but it just but also being thankful and grateful that yo, I was I was boosted and vaccinated and vaxxed and all that stuff. So my symptoms and signs was relatively light and mild, which was a good thing. Yeah. But at the same time, though, it's just been a wild ass summer, man. It's like been, it's been all kinds of ups and downs, twists and turns, lefts and rights. And um, I just appreciate how the end of the year will turn out, man. You know, the weather getting a little cooler. You know, we've been outside, outside. Outside. Outside, outside, man. And um, I'll be honest with you, brother Jay. Being outside does not give me uh hope for the future <laughs> it just doesn't doesn't give me hope for the future brother jay that's fair and this is why because i think since we was last outside outside the last time we was really outside outside mm-hmm. for some reason man i assumed that people were kinder mm. smarter a little less uh a little more risk adverse you know what i'm saying but now it's like shit has hit the fan and people, people is just like, this is who I am. Accept me for me. <laughs> right, wrong, indifferent. Yep. Yeah. And that scares me a little bit, brother Jay, because it's like you go to a restaurant or a bar or something like that. Somebody might be having a bad day. And they put their bad day. They want to put their bad day on you. But I think that's everybody now. Like everybody, like it's like, yo, man, I want. If I'm hurting internally, externally, like fuck your feelings. I want to make sure you hurt the way I hurt. And Same that's scary. That's scary to me because it's like we're not a kinder civilization with that method, that methodology. You know what I'm saying? And that that that's that's eerie to me because it really do feel like since I've been outside, it's like people, everybody's with the shits. Absolutely. <laughs> Like everybody is with the shits, man, regardless of your status in life, your place in life, where you at in life. And that also gives me pause because it's like, should I just stay in my, keep my black ass in my bubble? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like my, I was okay in my bubble, even I was going a little stir crazy and shit. So when you kind of venture out and then you, and you realize like, oh, damn, man, they gave, they gave them, um, they gave them they gave them Sprite instead of Coke soda <laughs> and they drank and they, they losing it right now. Mm-hmm. And so it just make it just makes me kind of think like, yo, what were people really dealing with when they had to like be in their own confined elements prior to like this year. And I feel bad for people, but I'm selfish brother. Jay. I feel, I feel worse for myself. <laughs> Cause you gotta read the like like now you go out and you go out and about, brother Jay. You gotta read the room everywhere you go. Yeah, you do, and I think especially since everyone has this um, this assumption that 
what caused us to be in the house for two years is gone. Um, also, you know, there was monkeypox. And I think everyone just thinks that, oh, everything is gone and every everyone is good. But even if you did not contract the actual virus, the pressures and the stresses surrounding the pandemic, they're lingering. And a lot of that has lasting effects on mental wellness. Right. And so we're seeing it. I, I saw a post the other day um, and I chuckled. It's like every time I go outside, I'm reminded of why I stayed my black ass inside. Where the shit I ever heard. <laughs> and I started laughing like, yeah, because we have these problems when I when I when we was in the house, we had these problems. And so now, like we're back out. People are back to being. You know, ruthless assholes. Yeah. Um, the to whole- that point, to that point, brother Jay, do you think people are more of an asshole now versus prior to twenty twenty? I don't think so. I think you know, an asshole is gonna be an asshole is gonna be an asshole. I think we we were desensitized to it because we weren't around people. And I think human error, we made the assumption that everyone is feeling the impacts of the pandemic. So everyone's going to be kind to people because we're just trying to get through this together. That was a big assumption, especially, you know, depending on the area in which you were in. Like, I remember there were some people who even with almost 500,000 people dead, like just refused to wear a mask in public places. And this was early on when we didn't know what the hell was happening. And to some extent, I don't think we still know what is happening. Right. But like the simple thing you can do similar to like when you sneeze, cover your mouth, mm. just cover your mouth. When you cough, cover your mouth, or wash it, wash your damn hands. What, basic, basic yeah. hygienic, uh, principle, wash your hands, use soap, dry them off. Like anytime you touch something that other people have touched, like, just wash your hands. But I mean, hell, I I was on a call the other day and they was like, yeah, I can't wait. It's a team that is compiled of different organizations. And they was like, yeah, I can't wait for us to finally meet in person. We gotta we gotta have a um what are what are they called? The thing, uh the potluck. I hate this. We gotta have a potluck over all the recipes that everyone was sharing. Throughout the pandemic. So we've been working on this alliance partnership throughout the whole entire pandemic. So everyone mm. was talking about what we've been cooking and what we've been doing. And so it was like, yeah, I can't wait to finally do the the potluck so we can taste all these tasty desserts. And I'm sitting here like looking at the screen. I think there's two people of color on this on this call. And our faces was like, you can have whatever you have. I ain't coming. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. Like, I didn't do potluck 
Pre-COVID. You ain't do potluck when 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 the things was copacetic. I barely and even as a kid, I barely did potluck, especially at church. Uh-uh. If I saw something a certain container coming out of somebody's car, no, ma'am, I'm not doing that. So yeah, you don't you don't even eat you don't even eat everybody food at some shit that you actually want to go to. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Just no, and so I, I it's just the basic. <laughs> I saw. One of my friend has in her one of my friends has in her office human dot kind and under the words human and kind it says be both. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's good. She says, yeah, just be be human, right? Feel the things you want to feel, learn the things you want to learn, and then be kind because everyone is experiencing this thing at different paces mm-hmm. in different places. So just be kind. And I'm just like, yeah, it's that's that's what's missing. So I, I think this summer break has really given me the time to really reflect. And one thing that I will say. Anytime I have a moment of uh, rest and relaxation, I always evaluate those that are in my circle. Um, this this period of of rest has really allowed me to just reflect on who I am engaging with. Um, I think I said a couple seasons ago, wow, that sounds weird to say that, but I think I said a couple seasons ago that I stopped um, hitting people up who only hit me back, right? Like if I always have to be the first one to reach out, Than that's dead to me, right? And so I ran into someone who has been calling me back since. Why <laughs> the air quotes, though? You see, yeah. <laughs> the the, the listeners quotes. can't see that, but yeah. they've been calling me back since about February. Mm. Hey, man. You I picked up not I, once. I ain't forgot, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, oh, well, I'm not calling you, right? You, because it, there's something that you were supposed to communicate to me. And so I'm not, I'm not chasing anyone. Um, I'm not begging anyone to do what they say they're going to do. It's one of those things where you just let it go. Right. Relationships, um, friends, commitments, whatever it is. Um, just letting it go. I, I I enjoyed this period of rest. Um, and it's always interesting right before I get a new phone, I clear out my contacts so that when I'm transferring, I don't want no old information to get placed onto the new device. And so that's what I've been working on. Even old messages. It's October 2022. If we haven't communicated the entire 10 months of 2022, there's no no reason for me to even have your contact information, right? Now, I'm not saying we need to sit down and have a therapy session, but being able to check in on each other for 10 months, like we haven't, like, So I, what's the, what's the point? Yeah. 
Yeah, no, no yeah, longer yeah, keeping, yeah. you know, taking up that space in in my device, but also in my life, man. And it's it's no hard feelings, but like this period of rest um, that we had over summer break, I was able to really focus in on the things that brought me joy. That included relationships, that included projects, that included um, hobbies and passions. Anything that didn't bring me joy, I didn't subscribe to. Anything that made my chest tight or caused me to do a tap session, right? I, I had to get rid of it. That in, that included social media, bro. Mm-hmm. Like there's people that I'm just like, I don't even know why I'm still connected to this person. Now, did you ever have any moments where it was like, you was like Pookie in the Carter, man, and you was about to cave? No. Nah. No. Like, because I... When when I took a hiatus from social media, I replaced it with something else. And then when I started to be more active on social media, I started to limit my time on social media. And so I'm not aimlessly scrolling to see what I can see. I, I'm, yeah. I'm looking at the things that I want to look at that bring me joy, right? Granted, we can't control the algorithm, but I can control what I receive on my device. If it's somebody that is posting stuff that I don't want to look at, I just unfollow them. I used to mute them, but now I'm just hitting unfollow because there's no point in staying connected to something that's no longer providing value to my life. Like, I want to be connected to things that push me to my destiny and not distract me from reaching my destiny, right? And so if I read something and it stresses me out, then my focus on my assignment is gone. And so, yeah, I... <laughs> got rid of a lot of dead weight let me just say that that's that's legit and you know this that's is legit. my favorite season because the leaves are starting to show you the beauty and what happens when you let things go so right before the leaves leave the trees right we get a beautiful canvas of autumn colors and then they disappear and i try to follow that um I try to follow that process within my life, right? Like once you recognize or acknowledge that the season is coming, like the canvas and your outlook on life becomes so much beautiful because the leaves fall and it makes way for new, new green growth that happens in the period when growth is supposed to happen. So right now things that are growing and doing what they need to do, they, they about to stop. They about to do their last change. And then winter, winter is a moment that I think is given us like, this is a period of rest. Ain't nothing grown in the winter. We're going to, we, we go inward, right? We draw inward because it's cold outside. So everyone goes inside. And so as individuals, we need to draw inward, do what we need to do so that when our growth or spring season comes, we're prepared, we're ready to do all the things that we're meant to do. But let me ask you this though, man, this is a topic that came up over the summer with me and one of my homeboys. Time occurs and passes Mm -hmm. faster than one's feelings being healed Okay, I I can see that. Time 
occurs faster than your feeling and let's just throw your emotions being calibrated and healed, man. And so the wild thing about the analogy you just dropped, when you look at it in reference to seasons, I think it comes down to like somebody acknowledge, you got to acknowledge like, yo, winter is coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Whether I prepare for it or not. Yeah, regardless. It's fitting to be brick. <laughs> Yo, what, what was the what was the uh what was the story, man? One of the fables, man, about the was it the ant? Was it the ant preparing for winter? What was the bug that was preparing for winter? Somebody it was a it was a bug or a rodent. I can't remember. So somebody gonna have to help me out. But it's like the bug was supposed to be preparing for winter and it just it just never did. I know what you're talking about, but I cannot I What do you call that? An allegory? Is that an allegory? What do you call it? <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't. I, I didn't do. I, I didn't do as well as in in, in, uh, in literature. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, like Aesop fables. You know, yeah. What I'm, saying? I'm trying to think of what it is though. I I've pictured it, but I'm for some odd reason I'm thinking of every other story or fable. Yeah. Um, because I but can see like, the you know picture. it's coming, but you don't prepare for it, and then it's here, and then you short. Short, like a midget yeah. in the dunk contest. <laughs> You sure. And I like to your point, time does happen faster than healing. And I want to be clear that I'm not telling you that you have to rush through your healing process because your healing season may take years. Oh, yeah. That's, and I learned that this year, too, bro. But but what I will say, we can't control time and time is going to move. We determine how we move with time. Have you ever run into someone that you went to school with and they're still stuck in 11th grade mentally? In a time capsule. Man. Yeah. They, they're just stuck, right? I got, not even, not even people I went to school with. I mean, I talk about people that's close to me. Like, there's a lot of people I know and they are stuck in like a particular moment in time. Stuck, can't get past it, right? And yeah. And and the sad part is they view the world in the lens that they had in that time period. And if we just said that time continues, right? Time waits for no one, as the older day says. Time waits for no one. And so if I'm still looking at life at the through the lens of who I was when I was in 11th grade, I'm missing so many things. Because in the 11th grade, my lens wasn't fully developed. Nah, you, shit, you, hell, in the 11th grade, you ain't even know what camera to use. Uh, yeah, right? You, you, <laughs> you know what You I'm just saying? knew there was pictures to be taken. That was it. <laughs> and you know that you needed some type of light. Yeah. Right? And so I ran into someone and their their frame of reference, anything that they mentioned was all past tense. And it was scary. I'm like, it's scary to revisit a place and find out that some people never left it. Mm. Like, I love reunions. And I and I think I love it because you get to see who these individuals have become. But they're also, on the converse, they're sad occasions because some people have chosen not to leave where our paths divided. Mm -hmm. 
I'm like, man, it's it's a sad, sad day that you still going to the bus stop waiting for the bus. Or or you still you ain't never leave the crossroads. You decided to stay there. Yeah. <laughs> With bone thugs singing in the background yeah. and everything. Yeah. yeah. And Uncle Charles, <laughs> yeah. right? You just <laughs> you you still there. It's sad, bro. It's sad. But like <laughs> This summer, bro, I got to reflect on a lot. You know, every year around your birthday, and you know, I'm a summer baby. You, you, you are ref- a summer baby. You, ref- man. you, you reflect. Are, you on are. A lot. You are one of my favorite cancers. <laughs> you, you reflect on a lot, and I, um, I journaled a lot. I, um, I connected with some good people and reconnected with a lot of people. Um. For some reason or another, we just haven't been able to like our schedules just don't get in alignment. And I, and that's another thing to take into consideration. Like everyone has stuff to do. But I was talking to um, an older mentor and he says it only takes 10 seconds to send a. Hey, how are you text? Popped in my mind. Hope all is well. Sending love to you and the family. He said that may take 12, 15 seconds. It don't take long. He said, hell, you can type the message, put it in your phone and copy and paste it when there's individuals that pop in your mind that you haven't talked to and send it. He said, so it doesn't take much. But if you don't have the desire. That's heavy. If you don't have the desire to send the message. Then it's going to seem tedious. And, and then you got to ask yourself, well, why don't I have a desire to reach out? So yeah, man, I had to, I, I stopped reaching out uh, or hitting up people who only operate in the sense of hitting people back. Um, and how you feel as a result of it? I I, I wished him well. Mm-hmm. And I and as I was telling my therapist, I said I also had to start restricting access to people. Right, the individuals who hit me up. Hey, I got a problem. I want to talk to you about it. Okay. But after I talk to them about the problem, I don't hear from them until they have another problem. Right. And it's granted, I probably wouldn't trust you with some of my problems, given the problems you've shared with me. Like, I'm not finna tell you none of my shit. But um, the fact that you're not even inquiring or people are so siloed in their thinking that only they are experiencing stuff, but other people aren't. Right. And so it's it's no point to check in. Like, you know, I randomly hit gate checking. You hit me with gate check. I think. Yo, that was our thing, man. That, that was our thing the whole summer. The, Just like, hey, shit, man. I ain't heard from this nigga. Let hey, me hit him. Gate check. <laughs> gate check. And I gave a status check. Hey, yeah, that was it. on my way to work. Yeah. Pissed off because I'm on a conference call. These cats ain't listening. Um, Right. Just how's the family? Blah, blah, blah. It took what? Five minutes to go through a full check in. Like real, like and real depending on how one of us responded, we knew we either need to get on the phone or we needed to get on Zoom and really ask some questions. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, it's 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 one of those things where I'm just like, you know, my my birthday motto last year for 35 was create the space and place for life to happen. And I was like, I need to start practicing that in every aspect of my life. And so if I'm holding on to dead relationships and dead connections. I have no space to make room for right like the new connections. I can't make new, new, connections, new connections because I'm still connections that you want. I'm yeah. still holding on to these dead wires. Yeah. And so 
when when the internet service provider comes and he says, "Hey, you need to hook up," I'm just like, uh, "Which? How do I hold? Like, what do you want me to do?" Um, so yeah, man, just had to release some connections, um, and I also started laughing as I was <laughs> listening to some of my friends and their toxic behaviors in terms of relationships. Mm. Um, and I said, you know, it's it's cuffing season, and so y'all probably about to start sending out those hey big head texts. Hey man, <laughs> to, to people that you uh that you swerved on. Uh, How you been? Hey, you know, I drove past your mama house. I've been thinking about you, or yeah, drove past our favorite restaurant. We need to go and catch up. At, nah, nah, we good, we good. Right, past tense for a reason, baby. That part <laughs> for real, for real. But since we're speaking of dead things, the queen oh, has died. Shit. Um, that was that. Is that your segue? Was that? It is wasn't that smooth. the segue that we keep it? It wasn't with? smooth. No, I tried. Hey man, hey man. Like I said, if hey man, if we on the highway to hell. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be a. I'm gonna be a pilot, a co-pilot with you. So I ain't stressing it. But I'm like, damn, that's the segue I, you ran with. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, but the queen has died, and um, Queen Elizabeth II. And um, yeah. 70 that, years she was queen of the UK, man. That's all I got. 70 years. <laughs> Ding dong, the queen has died. Uh, like, I, Somebody had a job for 70 years, man. Yep. Think about that. And thinking about all of the harm she has caused towards individuals from the African diaspora. Yeah. Right? Like, I was confused when I was seeing some people, um, you know, reflecting and, like, giving tributes now, don't get me wrong. Death is a part of the human experience, right? And so I don't want to say I'm celebrating when someone's dying. What I am saying is I'm not celebrating the memory of somebody that has caused a lot of harm to people that look like you and me, mm. who has for 70-some years allowed policy to prevail that perpetuated racism in almost every corner of the world. Right. And so it, it's interesting, interesting to see. Um, and, you know, from the DEI lens, I have to be very careful when hot topics pop up with my clients or if I'm facilitating a workshop, um, but somebody said, you know, well, what are your thoughts about the queen dying? I said, Hey man, people die every day, B. <laughs> <laughs> and all, all of the people ah, of Rico, color, ah, Rico. Yeah, <laughs> all of the people of color on the call, they got where I was coming from. So you see it's smiles, really, you see really smirks, shit, man. you see people go off camera. But Especially for, when you're 96 years old. People die every day, B. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm used to people dying in their 30s, 40s, yeah. 20s, 30s, 40s, man. You you live to be 96. Hey, man, you got, you had a good run. I, you know, I just, you know, I pray she made it in the gate. I pray she, That's it. pray she made it in the gate. And so everyone else was looking at me. They was like, wow, can you explain your stance? No. I can't. But we can continue the agenda that I'm paid to facilitate today. Like, I I just, I don't know, man. I know we both were seeing stuff on social media, and I 
I Back start, Twitter ain't shit though. Th- at all. <laughs> at all. <laughs> when I say ain't all, like ain't yeah. at, at all. Like it, that's all I got, man. Queen's died. That's it. But what that's I it, man, but, you know, seventy years of uh, working one job, man, and your family there to, to support you and love you. What more can you really ask for? For the man? most but part, I, the people that you didn't kick out the house, but we we ain't gonna go there either. I was just kind of tight. This is my thing, right? This is my thing, man. This this is Kev being slightly petty. Oh, yep. I was just I was just tight that um, on nine eleven, I'm flipping through all the channels and all the news and everything to just see how we are remembering and commemorating something that happened in America, right? And all I saw was the stuff about the queen. And I, I, and I, I it was a point, brother Jay. I said I didn't get it. <laughs> I didn't understand it. I, I, I didn't under. I like. I, I legit didn't understand. I was like, yo, why is why is this taking so much time of the airways? Like I under. Like you know, then we break away. <laughs> like then we break away from that. There was, there was a as reason. America. There's a re- <laughs> you know, like, yeah, right. Then we break. Like like then we legit break away. From like monarchy and all that shit. I I just. Oh, am I tripping? No, you're not tripping. You're not tripping. Okay, all right. Because I I was just like I was like why are, why are Americans really like sad and commemorating this thing? Because I I understand like you say people die every day, but that's like yo didn't we we kind of uh we kind of said we was gonna do our own thing. Yeah, we okay, cool. You take your ball, go home. I'm gonna take my ball and go back to my home, and then like we gonna do our own thing. We gonna it's res- all good. We it's gonna respect good. each other. Like if yeah, I see you in the street, head nod. But other than yeah. that, like do your thing over there. And so I, I, I had other thoughts, and I just in the space that I was in, I just chose not to say them. Yeah, you um, want to offend? You ain't want to offend nobody. I did. I didn't care. Maybe that's what it was, Kev. I didn't. Not that I didn't want to offend. I just didn't care enough to invest my time in this fake moment of mourning that people were creating. Like I had meetings canceled because people couldn't get it together. Cause the queen died. Cause the queen died. Really? And then they wanted to reschedule. So you want to know what my petty ass did decline mm. every time, seven times. One, one woman called me and she goes, it's evident that you're not going to be able to make the next meeting. Send me the email, send me the notes. Like we had, we had ample amount of time to meet. You all wanted to, Pause so people could mourn the queen. And I was like, and you didn't even examine that the people that one would be in this meeting probably didn't hold the same reverence to the queen, given that their families were negatively impacted by the things that came out of the palace. I ain't gonna lie, man. The only queen that I acknowledged, man, Queen Aretha Franklin, man. Queen. She got a she got a she got a wardrobe change in her casket. In her casket. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> Hello. The coldest. That was the coldest thing I ever seen in my life, man. Yeah, cause she. You had shoes and your and your wardrobe, whole wardrobe change. I think well, Aretha Franklin had what four, three or four outfits. Will not be seen in the same outfit. Not her date. I didn't do your it alive. Your viewing, your viewing was four days long, man. You had a new outfit every day. I didn't do it alive, and I'm not gonna do it when I'm gone. <laughs> Some somebody somewhere put notes in the A. If y'all have two separate, you have a viewing on on a Friday, 
and the fune on Saturday, you better make sure I'm I'm ready. Yeah, you gotta you gotta make sure, man. You gotta make you gotta make sure. But the queen that I do want to acknowledge, or shall I say, the woman king, is Sister Viola Davis. That's tough, yo. The movie, man. I haven't seen the movie yet, but I saw an uh, interview she did. Yeah, with Oprah Winfrey, and um, she was just talking about like how she's fifty six years old and she had to like get her body in shape for that shit. Yeah. Like that's some amazing. That's that's some amazing thing, man. That's an amazing thing. Like she legit, bro. Like transformed her whole body. Because Annalise King, Annalise Keaton, <laughs> Annalise Keaton got chicken legs. She walking with a little limp through canvas or whatever. I hated that damn walk. Bro. <laughs> you ain't like Annalise, man. I I loved her, but that walk, <laughs> I'm like, somebody got to teach her how to walk. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Yo, Annalise, Annalise Keaton won't fighting in the movie, she, man. That no. look like somebody else. Bro, listen. <laughs> to our listeners, if it hasn't come out, um, if you haven't seen it yet, it came out in September. Um, so go see The Woman King. And I'm not gonna reveal too much, but what I will say is Viola did the damn thing. Man. And, and Annalise Keaton. No, 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 no. <laughs> And right, um, when, well, since we've been on break, uh, another rising queen um, would be Sister Bailey, who would be playing Ariel in The Little Mermaid in twenty three. Yo, what's the big deal? Like, why is everybody tripping that a sister, a fine sister, is playing? It's not everybody, so be very clear with the language that you use. Why are okay. the white people okay? Why? But it's, but it's, that's the thing, man. That's the thing. Cause it'd it be the same white people. They mad. They mad that Lamar Jackson from the Baltimore Ravens need to need to get at least two hundred and forty five million dollars guaranteed. And you mad that the Little Mermaid black? Like yo, you can't have both ways, man. It, and it's it, someone was. There's a group on Facebook called Christians Against um, the, the Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid because Ariel was a black woman. Man, get that! Yo, mermaids ain't even real. They're man. not real. Are you mad? There, there's a there's a history of mermaids in the Caribbean, and then I read a post that said, "So let me get this straight: you're mad because you dumped thousands of Africans in the water, and they learned how to live beneath it." Mm. Hello. And I was like, mm. "Hello." But like you said, mermaid. Like, but the original woman that played Ariel is ecstatic to see Haley. So I was real confused. No, no, I'm not. I'm not, let me let me words mean things. I wasn't confused. I was entertained to see. Even people that I know personally showing disdain because she's black. And it's real interesting. And it's just like, wow. That's that's interesting. And there's evidently they're ma- remaking the beauty and the beast. So black people can be in it? It is a sister who was black and Latina, I believe. And they said, well, they really going to be pissed over this, right? And so I just, I remember when the trailer came out and I was on the DEI consulting call 
and one of my co-consultants. Uh, she gets on the, like, I love her dearly. So she she logs on, but she's not on camera, so she can hear people talking. None of the people of color are on camera because it was like three minutes before the meeting. We don't come on until the meeting starts. But you're hearing people discussing. She's like, yeah, I, I just don't know. I just don't know how I'm going to explain to my daughter, uh, you know, what the difference is when the when we go see the movie. Hmm? And I wanted to be like, well, exp- what, what do you mean? It's a character. This is just a character. And <laughs> what, it's a Disney movie. Bro. And, and, but you, Disney but movie? You, you also got to think Disney's been <laughs> around for how many years? Man. How many movies in their catalog did they make that didn't have anybody of color in it? And so now movies are coming out, right? Like Princess and the Frog was the first black princess, correct? Yeah, yeah. I think she was the first black. And then they've done subsequent kind of remakes. Yeah, like Cinderella uh, with Brandy. Live, live, live animation. Yeah, right. So, okay, cool. We got it. It's a movie. If you don't like it, just don't go see it. That's that's like it's a TV show that's on that I don't want to watch it. Guess what? I have a remote. I change the channel. Me going off like I mean they the white women in this on this conference call were really going off. Mm. And so the co-consultant, she comes on and she goes, What y'all mad about today? Y'all mad about something. Y'all got to be mad about something. Now, mind you, this company, uh, they're bored. And 90% of their staff is white. Mm. And so all the women on this call, they're white. She goes, what y'all mad about today? What happened What what happened in, in current events that's causing you all to be Karens today? One woman took mm. offense to that. She goes, well, you know, I hit dogs only. Only hit dogs holler. Why are you, like, why, what is the, what's the issue? But see, this the thing, Brother Jay, and that's all good and fine. But to me, it's almost like if you're going to be a Karen for real, you can't get it both ways. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't be a Karen and complain about uh, the Supreme Court. Hello. Rolling by Roe v. Wade. You know what I mean? It's, but, but because, it's... because, because you had the privilege to be a Karen. Yeah. And you picked the wrong one that put most of the justices on the bench. Yeah. To roll back the decision in the first place, you, so now you're mad. You're talking now. You're talking, and that's you can't you can't have it both ways. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, everything is not going to benefit you. And I was like, yo, at the end of the day, does this change your check? Does this change yeah. your livelihood? Does this change anything in your house? Does it change your health, your wellness, anything? He's like, no. I said, so why are you making it a thing? Most of the children aren't going to say, oh, she's black. Mm-hmm. Like. They're going to want the T-shirt and the book bag They're, and the lunchbox. Because it's and, the Little Mermaid. Yeah. It's the adults that's going to put the image that now Ariel has a color. Some red some red hair white woman. Yeah. With, was, with a, was she was supposed a crab or a lobster? I can't remember. What was Sebastian? Was lobster, crab or a lobster? It was a lobster. Yeah, lobster, yeah. And so I, I find it really intriguing. But then I asked someone, I said, so you're mad about that, but you're not mad that Little Mermaid was kind of took place in the Caribbean place 
and she, under the sea yeah. with a Caribbean accent. <laughs> but like, she get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but she was a ginger from the UK. Like, come on, man. Come I don't, on, man. I don't understand any of this. With no, with no melanin, no melanin whatsoever. And I say we can play the entertaining roles, right? We can play the the the, the villain roles, but we can't be the lead character. And I'm pretty sure that Disney ain't worried about none of that because similar to how we showed up for um, the Black Panther, I, I think. Dude, the trailer came out over the summer, man. I got the a little, trailer. I got a little, uh, a little, little, little teary eyed when I watched that. Man, movie. Black Black Panther two, man, and then and, and the trailer had like a hundred million views in like forty eight hours, man. Bro, like something ridiculous. <laughs> we gonna show up and we gonna support. And so I said for everybody that's upset, thank you. Stay home. Mm-hmm. Don't overpopulate the theater so we can get good seats and, and we can get enjoy in there. stretch out and we can enjoy seeing our sister under the sea. Tune in next week for part two of We Back in the Building. Until next time, follow us on all social media platforms at at GRGRLJKEV and be like.